Welcome to Didn't See It Coming, the podcast about brands that learn from the past, look to the future, and profit today. I'm your host, Mark Stoiber. Just this week, the Calgary Stampede, a rodeo carnival and show that builds itself the greatest outdoor show on earth, wrapped up in Calgary, my hometown. This year, however, there was a taint on the stampede. Six horses died in the popular chuck wagon races, creating quite an outrage among Calgary Stampede fans and outsiders. What does the Calgary Stampede brand have to do to meet the needs of a changing consumer? And can it survive if it doesn't change something like the chuck wagon races? I went on the air with Mark Brenny of CFAX Radio and talked about the necessity of evolving the Calgary Stampede brand. When you think of the Calgary Stampede, you think of Stetsons, Suds, and horses. Whole lot of fun, right? But these days, that's not necessarily the first thing you may think of. Six horses either died or had to be euthanized, same thing in my books, after competing in this year's chuck wagon races at the Calgary Stampede. Now, that has a lot of people questioning the future of the chuck wagon events and also wondering if the Calgary Stampede is losing its luster, maybe even whether the Stampede itself should follow the Wild West into the history books. So is the Calgary Stampede's brand becoming tarnished in the dust? My guest knows a lot about branding, so that's what he does. Mark Stoiber is a brand strategy consultant, entrepreneur, the author of Didn't See It Coming, and Stop Busting Your Brand. Good afternoon, Marcus. Hey, thanks for having me again. Thanks for being here. I want to talk about branding in Alberta, not that kind of branding, not searing an ID into an animal's hide, but branding in a sense of advertising and identity. Uh, what do you make of where the Calgary Stampede's brand is today? I. Calgary Stampede, greatest outdoor show on earth. I, I grew up in Calgary, uh, and so I I've been—I've been—I've been to like twenty Stampedes. I love the Stampede, and uh, I got to tell you, you know, there—I wrote down all the things that I remember from the Stampede, all the things that happened at the Stampede. You got the rodeo, obviously. Yeah, I saw right? your list here. Who's Lisa? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we want to talk about that. No, no, I'm not going to talk about Lisa. Okay. Ixnay, Ixnay. Okay. Uh, that, that, that gets cut in the edit. Uh, you got the rodeo, you got the big shows, you got the fair, you got the gambling, you got the drinking and dancing, you got the parade, you got firework, you got breakfast, uh, and you got a whole bunch of people dressing really, really badly for a week. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that hasn't really changed. I mean, you and I were talking before the show. The only thing that I have seen that has changed since I was a little kid at the Stampede has been the amount of clothes that the girls wear. They did not used to dress like they dress now. So Less clothing. A lot less clothing. Okay. But other than that, the stampede is relatively unchanged. And, you know, there, a brand evolves or it dies. And I think this ties into so many other stories that we're seeing today where, you know, let's just talk about, let's just talk about gender diversity. Let's talk about racial diversity. Let's talk about the conversation that's happening where people are being forced to accommodate new ways of thinking about stuff and saying, you know, just because it used to be okay to call somebody something 30 years ago doesn't mean it's okay now. It's just moving forward. And there is a, a very, very well-known pattern when it comes to change that people are averse to, which is very much in the hemisphere of the brand, which is usually you get 
opposition to change, and then you get strident, violent opposition to change, and then you get uh, a fait accompli where people just go, oh, why didn't we do that a long time ago? That wasn't that hard. So I think what you see a lot of times, people don't like change. Now, the Calgary Stampede, you and I were joking about this a while ago, uh, it's in salute of a way of life that uh, was maybe in existence for 50 years, right? The cowboys didn't ride that long. And uh, so it is, it isn't, it isn't like it, it's a, a very, very authentic thing, but it is a heck of a fun thing, you know? So it's not like you're preserving exactly the ways that, that the cowboys did stuff. You know, it's a fair and cotton candy too. Uh, but it is a really, really fun thing. I don't know, have you ever seen the chuck wagon races? Uh, not live, but I have on television. They are the funnest thing that you can watch. Not, the, for, uh, not for six of these horses. Not for six of the horses, but I'm saying, you know, if you ever took tourists like I did, when people come to visit Canada, you take them to the Calgary Stampede, they're blown away. The chuck wagon races are the highlight of the, the Stampede. They're amazing. But things change, you know? And I'm looking at the world as it's changing right now. And I've, I've seen the Calgary Stampede uh, criticized before. What was the stat that you had? 105 animals over... Since 1986, 102 animals have uh, either died right there on the ground yep. or had to be euthanized. Either way, they, yep. were, they died. Yep. Uh, 72 of them, horses. Yep. And then you've got your bulls. You've got your calves. You've yep. got your... Even show horses yep. have somehow died. Well, but it's the chuck man it's uh, the chuck wagon races i've seen a few horses killed in the chuck wagon races myself how did you feel when you saw that it it's it's really it's really a queasy feeling and, and if you're in the stands and the, these stands pack 50 60 000 people right so you got a lot of people watching this and then they pull up the big tarp and they cover it up and you know something bad is going to go down and yeah the horse yeah the horse uh, i mean there's usually a big tumble the chuck wagons go flying up in the air horses are flying everywhere and then they pull out the tarp and you know something bad's going to happen and it's a really queasy feeling in the stands right and everybody sort of looks away and and they don't quite know what they're doing and suddenly you have this sort of guilty feeling like you're going why did i come to this you know so there is something inside of us that goes uh you know now it's uh you go is it is it part of the brand is it can it go away can the chuck wagon races go away uh in order to uh, in order to save the stampede brand and do they need to go away? Now, you and I were talking just a short while ago about hockey, you know. Hockey, Canada's national sport, doesn't mean that the brand can't evolve, you know. There, uh, not that long ago, it was a game of goons. And the goons are going away. I mean, there's still fights, but you can see that the violence is getting less a part of the game. So a brand can and sometimes must evolve in order to keep up with, uh, with the zeitgeist, with uh, what people are expecting. If you were running the show, um, if you were the CEO of the Chuck Wagon, his name is, because I'm doing another piece on this a bit later on today, his name is Warren Connell, the CEO of the Calgary Stampede. He says injuries can occur in the best of circumstances. Mm -hmm. He says the Stampede remains committed to safety and has a zero-tolerance policy of preventable accidents and injuries. If you were this dude, Warren Connell, or if you had Warren Connell's ear, mm -hmm. uh, you're a brand strategy specialist. Mm -hmm. What would you say to him? You know... <sighs> It's a really tough call because you can have a lot of people in the stands, packing the stands one year and, and really enjoying the show. And because of social media, people have an outsized influence. So he might say, you know what? The stands are packed. We're insulated. Accidents happen everywhere. You can step off the sidewalk and die. A horse can die anywhere. 
Yes. So they can be packing the stands, and because if, if people like Peta uh, or Peta um, um, uh, start to wield their influence in a more meaningful way, they can wipe that out, and they can shame people. I remember um, when I was working in the green space more, uh, Victoria's Secret used to chop down boreal forests to make their catalogs for the benefit of all the boys in the fraternities. And, and what happened was uh, a local, a local uh, NGO, non-government organization, took up the cause, and they actually shamed Victoria's Secret into using uh, uh, post recycled wood uh, in making of the catalogs. And, you know, so people, a small organization can have an outsized influence. So if you have 50,000 people in the stands one year, watch out. It doesn't mean that you're going to get 50,000 next year. So I don't think that you can change the chuck wagon races. What makes them fun is that they go hell bent for leather. And they, it's a crazy, dangerous but they, thing. they slalom around these barrels. And I yeah. know that three years ago they changed the rules a bit, mm-hmm. the sizes of the barrels. They changed the, the place, size of the, the, the placement the, the, of the barrels. The stove, the stove in the back. They throw a buck, They throw a weight in the back of the of the wagon, and then they then they slalom around the barrels and they go. Um, I, they get tangled up sometimes in the barrels, but in my experience, uh, the biggest wipeouts are always when they're. When they're going, and usually in the home stretch, when they're cutting the corner and they're trying to cut in on each other, and that's where we had that horrific uh, yeah. accident because one of the uh, one of the jockeys, you call it a jockey, I don't know what the heck you call it, chuck wagon the, racer, yeah, chuck wagon driver, and then they've got the outriders, driver. the guys who are behind them. Okay, well, one of the guys cut off another yeah. team of horses. And they lock some wheels horses, and they blow up. Right, and and some horses got wedged against the the gates there, mm-hmm. against the the fencing, mm-hmm. and one died right then and, and there. They're, they're the other really had, the moving. Others, the other two had to be euthanized. Yeah, six in total in one week. Yeah, um, seventy two since nineteen eighty six. Yeah, okay. So it's about ba- it's a balancing act, right? So you right. tell you tell this guy. But okay, here's the thing, though. I mean, I, I read a report on the BBC on the BBC mm-hmm. on the BBC about this. Calgary and the Stampede is all about tourism. It's mm-hmm. all about packing the hotels, mm-hmm. packing the bars, mm-hmm. uh, packing the stands, as you mentioned, selling booze, selling food, yada yada yada. This is not the most positive message that British citizens are hearing about no. going to the, going to the colony and going to Calgary and yeah. seeing the, the chuck wagon races. Yeah. They're going to be going, oh my, yeah. and not coming. So yeah. what do you do? Well, I, okay, let's, let's go back. I, 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 I put, a, put together a list. In order for a brand to stay healthy, there are things that you need to keep and there are things that you need to re-examine every once in a while and you have to evolve. Maybe... Do, are we, do, are we yeah, going to come back on well, that? Let's come back to that because we'll, we'll start with, when we do come back, we'll, we'll start with things that we can keep. And things if, that you... If, that if you... we ran the, the, the Calgary Stampede and things we can jettison. That's right. Okay. Uh, my guest is uh, Mark Stoiber, brand strategy consultant. Before we go to break, Corey, I just want to read this text message here. I'm reading it on the fly, folks, as usual, so pardon me if I mess it up. Uh, Ryan writes, just got back from the Stampede. What a mess. Garbage everywhere, bad smells, no longer the greatest event. It's not like it was 15 to 20 years ago, unfortunately. Also very expensive to get mediocre food and no water stations. Not everyone wants to drink low-quality beer for 10 to 12 bucks a cup. That's from Ryan. So he didn't have a great time. Didn't mention the horses, but it sounds like he didn't I, I just got time. one word for Ryan. It's uh, bad smells. If he's expecting good smells at the stampede, <laughs> yeah, well, my friend. <laughs> that's true. Well, there is a bad odor around the Calgary stampede. Oh, it's seem, got yeah, nothing to do with nothing. horses doing what they need to do. It's got yeah, everything yeah. to do with horses dying. And yeah. I don't think anybody wants to see that, whether you belong to PETA, yeah. or the SPCA, or, or, or you don't. 
Hey, I hope you're enjoying the show to this point. Listen, if you have any questions or topics that you want to suggest that I speak about on the air with Mark Brenning or on my podcast, or if you know an interesting guest, somebody who's really good at what they do in branding, I'd love to know more. Drop me a line, mark at markstoiber.com. Now let's get back to the show. The Calgary Stampede is on the ropes these days, getting some crappy press. The Stampede came to a close yesterday, as did the lives of six horses come to a close this week. Six horses dying in the chuck wagon races. So does the Stampede have a problem? And what should it do to retain its standing and its brand? My guest is Mark Stoiber. He's a brand strategy consultant. You hear him here every couple of weeks. He's the author of uh, Stop Busting Your Brand and Didn't See It Coming. Mark, you say if you were running the show in Calgary, Mm -hmm. uh, there are some things you would keep, Mm -hmm. some things you would not keep. Yeah, let's just go through a list. Yeah. All right. What I would keep, first off, you got to keep your good name. Right? The Calgary Stampede is as Calgary as Calgary can be. And you do not go changing the name. Stampede is about, you know, stampeding horses, stampeding cows, things like that. That's fine. That conjures up a crazy fun image, right? Do not lose that, okay? Your purpose. What is the purpose of the Stampede? The purpose of the Stampede is to reinforce the culture of what made Calgary unique. It's a Wild West kind of town. And I think that they have to always maintain that. They can't turn it into Disneyland or something like that. So the good name the purpose, their values. I think there's a set of values that come with a stampede, which is good, clean, family, fun. Uh, it is about the Wild West and the excitement of it. Good, clean, family, fun. Well, Just horses yeah. die. Well, that, yeah, that's where things run into problems. Uh, <laughs> excitement, all right, and a sense of history, even though that's a bit tenuous too. Um, your promises. You want to you wanna promise an authentic Wild West experience. Now, I'm leading into something here. Just stick with me. Authentic Wild West experience doesn't need to mean horses dying. Okay, Uh, your principles too. And this is very important because if the stampede just goes with whatever folks want, I think they lose their, their footing, however tenuous that footing might be. But I would say that part of the principles have to be no cruelty or at least an enlightened perspective towards cruelty. You know, the, the biggest supporter of Ducks Unlimited are duck hunters. It's a, it's a, it's is an, that right? Yeah, it's an NGO that's all about preserving ducks and keeping duck populations healthy. And you know what? Cowboys and folks who love the West, they understand animals. They do respect animals. They used to depend on them for their life. So I I wouldn't go saying that they're just being cruel so-and-sos. All right? But I think that they have to get enlightened and say, we have to move forward. Okay? And what people want. But I think, you know, with the Calgary Stampede, if it's going to be about good, clean, family fun, what would kids expect? And if you have kids with you in the stands during chuck wagon races and that tarp goes up, that's a bad thing. Okay, so they are running headfirst into uh, conflicting with principles that I think they need to have. Okay, so that would be what I keep. The name, values, purpose, promises that you make, principles, things like that. Okay, the sort of foundation. What can you change? The category you compete in. And this is going back to what I said with the Wild West experience. Now, Let's just brainstorm here for a second. The Wild West experience, it could be horses running pell-mell like crazy around a course. It can be bull riding. It can be calf roping. It can be a whole bunch of things. What else could be Wild West? Uh, Barbecue. Oh, okay. I'll Barbecue. Now, there is one thing growing up in Calgary that Calgary was never really known for its food, but... Calgary has come a long way as far as like Western cuisine goes. There's some amazing restaurants. Why couldn't they shift the focus more towards beer, 
and good restaurants. Now, what about our friend Ryan, who just wrote the text about the bad smell, overpriced, no water stations, crappy beer, dirt everywhere. Hello, if you want to talk about family fun, <laughs> what would go wrong if we had a higher caliber of rides? if we had huge barbecue competitions, if we had a whole bunch more stuff that was a little more uh, palatable to uh, perhaps a little more enlightened or forward-thinking type of psychology or people who don't want to see but horses do, die anymore. But do you, clearly, because as I said, 102 animals have died since mm -hmm. 1986, mm -hmm. okay, which, is, which, by the way, was the centennial year. Mm -hmm. Started in, in 1886, this thing. Um, 72, the vast majority in the chuck wagon races. So is it time to either change how the, just make it a, they mm -hmm. go around in circles. I know that's not as exciting. Um, or do you just get rid of the chuck wagon races? Uh, it's, it's a tough call, but if it, was, if it was guys. my call, uh, there's an old Anthony Robbins saying that you can't stop smoking if you just say give up your cigarettes. You've got to substitute something else for it. Uh, I believe that if you get rid of the chucks, you've got to say we are making a shift here to something bigger and better. And it's going to be a more inclusive, a more culinary experience, a more sensory experience. It's not going to be about crappy beer, overprices, and no water station. Uh, and, oh, by the way, the chuck wagon races, we're going to tone them down or phase them out. I don't know. There might be a stink up or there might be one of those th feelings where, remember I said opposition, uh, serious opposition, and then foregone conclusion. People might just go, oh, yeah, oh, well. So people generally, they'll put up a stink, they'll put up a, an offense to something, but eventually they'll They'll acquiesce. just go, yeah, why didn't you do that years ago? Right. Jeez, Louise, yeah. So what do you think's going to happen here? I mean, how I long think, can this go on? This is every I, year. I believe that, um, and you, you asked me about the Raptors. And for all my friends who, who texted in and said, Mark, do you remember what you said about the Raptors? I said they were going to lose all the games. <laughs> I didn't get to bring it up. Yeah, exactly. Don't need to bring it up. Uh, but I believe that they're going to phase it out, if not get rid of it. But I think if they do that, they can't leave it more impoverished. They have to change focus. They have to change the category they compete in. They have to move more towards good beer, good food, less dirt, lower prices, more family stuff like that on that note ryan responded by saying bad smells what he was referring to he says bad smells equals people peeing and vomiting everywhere barn smells are very welcome says ryan mm -hmm. paula writes this she says regarding that last text i also just came back from the stampede with the family we had a blast and the chicks were the best this is from paula i'm just reading her email uh, that's what she said. Maybe so, she went to the 4-H. So, Maybe she just saw little, so, little, little hens. So glad we didn't have to see the horses die. The stampede is not sorry. It's so well done. Yes, expensive, but come on, dude. Our boys who are hockey and lacrosse players had trouble with the concept of calf roping. Poor little cow, says Paula. Um, and then another text message. They could have used some non-Budweiser options, but I assume that's big sponsorship. It probably Yeah, is. it is. Yeah, Huge. I get that. So I'm just going to, I think that's a totally valid Comment too, but I think you know you got to you got to you got to evolve. And if the if the noise gets bad enough, even if you have fifty thousand people in the stands one year, social media means might uh, that a lot of people are going to be shamed very quickly. And you want to stay ahead of that. You don't want to be responding to and make it look like you're on your back foot. Is all I'm saying. Oh, your back hoof. On your back hoof. So do we? Uh, do we have time for any more? We got We got to roll, don't we? We got thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. I'm going to rattle a couple more off. Other things that you can afford to change. Who you target. You might want to go more family as opposed to bad barf and pee smell, uh, you know, drunk people. You might want to change how people perceive you. Use advertising to paint a new picture of the Wild West, you know. You might want to 
change what people get for their money as opposed to just walking around getting sore feet, smelling a lot of pee. You might go, hey, it's going to be more of a sit-down stampede with a big feast, you know, things like that. Here's KD writes this. Instead of using horses for the run, use people. Iron Man run. <laughs> That's what KD suggests. Now Plus, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish. K- KD's thinking outside the box. I'm I like gonna that. finish. I'm gonna finish by segueing KD's thought. I went. There is one thing that they have at the Calgary Olympics. Nobody talks about a Calgary Stampede, and that is the gay rodeo. And I went to the gay rodeo once, and it was hilarious. And they definitely have a different take on the Wild West at the gay rodeo. So just they're, but, they're, just, they're making fun of the whole rodeo. Thing. They have events that. I'm not even going to go Sounds into. Good. They're all very G-rated, but yep. they are funny, funny, funny. And, uh, you know, if you want to think outside the box, maybe take a, a lesson from folks who tend to think a little outside the box. Thank you this, uh, for this, my friend. We, we got to skedaddle. All right. No horses were killed in this segment. Mark Stoiber, brand strategy consultant. Pick up his book, would you? Uh, One of them. Didn't see it coming. Uh, There's another one out there. It's called Stop Busting Your Brand. Thank you, sir. Thanks so much for having me. You've been listening to Didn't See It Coming, the show about brands that learn from the past, look to the future, and profit today. I'm your host, Mark Stoiber. If you'd like to talk about brands, drop me a line. I'd love to hear your ideas.